Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And one of the amazing things about doing this podcast has been the incredible people that I have met and had an opportunity to interview that I never would have met without the podcast. And today's guest, Fatia, is one of those people. And I am so excited because just a couple of days ago, she had me on her She Wins Mastermind podcast, and now she's on mine. And Fatia is a marketing and business strategist. She's the founder of She Wins Mastermind, the podcasting club, and the host of the She Wins podcast. Her entrepreneurship journey hasn't always been fun, impactful, or purposeful. In fact, it's been full of ups, downs, struggles, and lessons to learn. And isn't that all of us? all of our entrepreneurial journeys that way. You know, they they say, you know, you see this chart of success and it's supposed to be this straight line going up. The truth is it's like a bowl of spaghetti. It goes up, down, around, sideways, all over the place. Half the time, you don't even know where you're going. So her journey has been just like ours. But the difference is, is that she's grown throughout all of this and she's got some amazing stuff to teach you today. So this experience of hers has inspired her to create platforms that help female entrepreneurs and a few good men (laughs) launch and scale their online businesses, build their authority, and master digital marketing. And in the last five years, she has helped over 2,500 entrepreneurs market their business effectively and build authority in online communities. So welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you. Thank you so much, Kim, and thank you for the amazing introduction. I am so excited to be here today. And like you were saying, you were on my podcast and I was like blown away. It was just like so much good information. So I'm really excited to be here today. Well, first, why don't you start off by sharing a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey? What were some of the ups and downs and the all overs that you weren't expecting? Yeah. So basically, I always say like, you know, I always say the fact that I've been I've been through ups and downs. Like you were saying, everybody in their entrepreneurship journey has been through ups and downs. And the thing with me was I'm a very happy, open, optimistic person and positive person. And my entrepreneurial journey took me to a place of darkness and depression because I thought, I literally thought I could do it. There were so many times that I was like, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> then I go to the actual doing the thing and I realized that I cannot do this. And it was breaking my confidence, making me so depressed. And I was just like, I really want to succeed so bad, but I just don't know how. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel a lot of people in that situation, they're just like, how do I do this? I want this so bad, but I just don't know how to do it. So like based on that, I was just like, okay, so I've been through that and I found my way to come back to my bright and happy place. But it took more than a year of like going through and persevering and personal development that I think is so important to actually come out of that. And I know every time you're starting a new journey, you go through a lot. And that's why I created a She Wins Mastermind platform. That's what inspired me to create a She Wins Mastermind platform because I I wish I had some kind of guidance, some support and a a guide to kind of know what to expect in this journey. Because if you know what to expect, it makes it easier for you. But if you're just going through it and it feels like you're just going through a new thing all the time, it's like, it's harder. And, And that's why a lot of people give up when they start a business. Well, because the wheels are spinning and you ain't going anywhere. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, and you feel like I'm working so hard, but yeah. what, what am I, what, what, what is there to show up for, like, for, for all this hard work? What am I showing for all this hard work that I did? You know, it's funny that you talk about that and the emotional side of it, because one of the things I've been doing, mostly for fun, but kind of bringing extra money, I'm a craft person. Okay, love all sorts of crafts. But, you know, I can only give so much crafting to my family. Well, usually before, even usually the first piece, they're kind of like, thanks, mom. Not really what I wanted. So this new crafting that I have, I decided instead of just trying to give it all away, I'm actually going to sell it. So this week uh, for my birthday, uh, this weekend, my family who loves me but never gets my understands that the gifts I want. I asked for an eight in one heat press so I can make t-shirts and mugs and (laughs) all sorts of stuff. And uh, I was playing around with it and, you know, watching videos and trying some different techniques and nothing was working out. I'm like, I suck at this. This is not fun, right? My husband's like, it's okay. This is only your final guy. Yeah, you guys just spent all this money and I can't get this dumb thing to work. And (laughs) that's the thing. You literally said it. Like, you just feel like I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. The feeling of you're not good enough is not a good feeling. No. But then I I got the right material. I tried it work and I was all happy again. Yeah. And that's the beauty of the journey because you're just like one minute, you're like, I'm so bad at this. I'm not going to do it anymore. But then you, you kind of put yourself together and just say, just like, why am I giving up? Then let me just try again and try again and try again. And then you do it and it makes you forget about all the things that you've been through. Well, sometimes you only have to change one thing. Yeah. Right. What I had to change was the material that I was trying to put on the mugs and the t-shirts. It wasn't the right material. Yeah. But once I got the right material, it went on like butter. Like, I mean, it was smooth as silk. It looked great, (laughs) right? But I was using the wrong material. No wonder I was frustrated. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know that. That's, I don't know if you guys know, but that's say that says like you you can't keep doing the same thing expecting a different result and I think that's what about what it is about you need to kind of take a step back and just like let me just change let me try something different mm-hmm. so I kind of interrupted your entrepreneurial journey there did you want to share a little bit more about that yeah so uh, like going back to you know what inspired me to create the she wins mastermind platform was like this struggle this like going ups and down the emotional effort, but also 
uh, a lot of people struggle with marketing. Oh, marketing yeah. can sound like a very complicated thing, but it doesn't have to be. No. And that's what I try to put on across my platforms and across my work, that marketing doesn't have to be complicated. Mm. I'm trying to literally help people cut through that online marketing noise and kind of stand out with just the foundation and the basics of marketing. Instead of getting like, you know, distracted by all the shiny stuff, by all the new stuff that's coming up because trends comes and go. But if you have your basics and the foundation right, you're always going to be able to market effectively. So my whole work is revolved around keeping things simple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think things are always getting more and more complicated, especially online, that you need to know this fancy thing. You need to get technical. And it Always, it's so overwhelming for a lot of people. But what if you can just keep it simple and get the result that you want? Well, and I think the thing with marketing too is, is that, you know, first of all, you, there's some foundational pieces you have in place. So don't even think about doing any type of marketing until you have those foundational pieces. But yeah. once you do, the one thing I've learned about marketing is it's a lot of testing. And you're, you're better to work off of one platform, test it, work on it, get it strong. Don't try to go out on every single platform out there, you know, figure out what platform is going to be the best one for you. And then, you know, get in there, start using it, learn about it, test, test. That's one of the foundations of marketing is you have to test till you figure out what works with your market. I mean, I don't know how many times over the last, well, five and a half years that, you know, I've had a couple of, of two or three covers done for a client. And usually, you know, the client and I usually have, you know, we probably usually like about the same one, but I'll say to the client, put it out on, on Facebook, put it out on your LinkedIn, you know, put it out on your Instagram and get everybody voting because they're your target market. Right. And, and they're going to tell you which one they like. And about half the time, it's not the one that we picked. Yeah. Right. And I, and, and I always say to them, go with what your market's saying. Don't go with what you like. Exactly. Go with what the market's telling you it wants. Yeah. And you're so right on what you just said, because a lot of people want to do what they want, what they need, not what their their audience needs and what their audience wants. And that's a very important point that you said right there. And just to go back to your point, like I see a big mistake that people tend to do a lot of the time is that they focus on the media, on the content. So they start a business and they straight away think about the content and the media without actually thinking, because I believe that's the easiest part of marketing, creating content, the how to maybe make an Instagram post, how to create a Facebook group and stuff like that. That's the easiest part of marketing. The, the a more complex part of marketing and the more important part of marketing is actually understand your target market, knowing their pain points, knowing what they need, where they want to go. That's the important part of marketing. Because right now you could be creating content and you could be creating all the fancy media that you want. But if you're not targeting the right people, if you're putting this content in the wrong places, then you're not going to achieve the results that you're looking for. If it doesn't speak their language, you're not going to get any results. Exactly. So don't always think about like, okay, I need to create content when you start a business. Straight away to the media. Think about 
who is your ideal customer? Get clear about who is your ideal customer avatar. Exactly. What's their demographics? What's their behaviors, their psychographics? What is the habit that they have? What is the interest that they have? Get as clear and specific about the visual representation yes. of who your ideal customer is before even thinking about content. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, it's not always male, female. Sometimes it's not always married, single. Sometimes it could be a category. Like I work with entrepreneurs, professionals, coaches, and speakers, but I tend to work with high level ones, you know, ones that, that are experienced, right? I also tend to work with heart centered people, right? So for me, the male, female isn't always as important though. You know, my clients are are more male than female, but it's the characteristics of the person that I'm looking for. Yeah. That, that really makes it working with them successful. Exactly. So, you know, think of those things as too, as well. Like it, you know, it's not just married, single age, occupation, all that kind of stuff, but you know, also the characteristics of the person that you want to work mm-hmm. with. Yeah. And that's why I always say that psychographics of a person, it's more, more important than what are the, obviously the demographics, age, gender, disposable income, whatever, like knowing exactly what their interests are, how they think. Mm-hmm. And why did they even buy certain things? Why did they buy what they buy? Why are they interested in what they're interested in? It's way more important than GA, gender and stuff like that, because that's what's going to also help you shape your whole business. Because yeah. if you have a skincare company, for example, and it's an organic skincare company, you want to know that your audience or your ideal customer is interested in organic products. Maybe they're even vegan. They really care about the environment and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's the details that count. People yeah. try always to generalize. They try to target everybody because they think that's the easiest way to go. I target everybody and I'm definitely someone is going to buy from me. That's the talk. Someone is going to buy from me. Yeah. You target everybody and you're targeting nobody. Exactly. And I feel like we all did that mistake that we think, oh, oh we target everybody. We make our product cheaper and then every, we're going to have a lot of traffic because everybody's going to buy from us. We are cheaper than our competition. We are targeting everybody, but that's a big misconception in our head because people don't want generalists. People want specialists. And you know what I found? I found my business actually works better the more I charge. Yeah. You know, and you're talking about like this organic skincare, but you're also looking for people not just who want organic, but who have the mindset that they're willing to pay more for organic. Yes. I love, I love what you just shared. And I completely agree with you. I get better clients now that I'm charging three pounds, 3,000 pounds plus than when I was charging 500 pounds. Why? Because people that come to me know exactly what their pain points are. They yeah. are ready to work for me. That pain point is so painful that they are ready to, <laughs> to pay for it, to get it sorted. And the thing about when you're charging low and you're, you're generalizing and you're targeting everybody is that sometimes you end up targeting people that don't even know what their pain point is. They are not there. They didn't like 
discover what what the pain point is what is keeping them up at night like you need to know that you know this thing is painful enough i cannot i cannot deal without help anymore then you go to that specialist that could be you kim i've been like trying to be my authority for years and i can't i even wrote a book before but it didn't go as planned and i go to kim that she's an expert in that with already this big pain point i did it before i couldn't i sign up to different courses I couldn't. I bought different programs I couldn't. So the pain point is so strong that I need help and I'm willing to do everything for it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, we haven't even gotten to the stuff you've come prepared to share with today. <laughs> so but I feel like it's great that we're having like this conversation and uh-huh. it's flowing. So <laughs> But I do want to give you an opportunity because I know you've come prepared with a few things. So I'm going to, I'm going to let you loose to share what, what really you want to share with the audience today. Yeah. So uh, as I said, like my aim and my mission and my goal is to always make marketing simple for people. So I know how overwhelming marketing can be. Even you're even a good, like you have good experience in marketing or you don't even have good experience. So today I want to talk to all those people who are struggling, who are overwhelmed by the word even marketing. They don't know where to start from or they are trying different platforms and they're like, I don't know, nothing seems to work. Nothing needs to, seems to get me those clients. Nothing seems to talk to my ideal client. So today I wanted to kind of share and go through like my three steps. As I say, I always keep it simple. Three steps to creating a good marketing plan. And why do we need a marketing plan? Because we need to be intentional in what we're doing. We need to make sure that we are being strategic so that we can achieve our marketing goals so that we can get to communicate with our audience. That's why we simply while we are creating a marketing plan and marketing, like let's even like talk about the word marketing is simply about communicating with your ideal client. Mm -hmm. So if you keep it that simple, it's all about communicating with your ideal client. Everything starts to be clear to you. So what can I do to communicate effectively with my ideal client? Keep it like that in your mind. Don't think about marketing. It's like go doing YouTube videos, posting, running ads and all this stuff. It can be overwhelming. I get overwhelmed talking about it. So let's keep it like marketing is just communicating with your ideal customer or client effectively. So what's the first step for creating a good marketing plan, a simple marketing plan? I call it like that because I want you to keep it in your head. This is simple. It's talking, thinking about and getting clear on your marketing goals. Why are you creating this marketing plan? Is it to increase your income and get specific on this 20% more income this year. That's what I want. I want to get more traffic to my website. That's what I want. Get very specific on what you're trying to achieve. So we're creating a marketing plan for a whole year here on this show. (laughs) So for a whole year, think about your short-term and long-term goals with your business. And this can also work if you, even if you're not doing a business, even in life, you can actually <laughs> go on with that. So think about your short-term goal and your long-term goals. Be specific about it. I don't want you to just say, I want to make more income this year. No, 
<laughs> because what's the meaning of more income? You make one pound extra. I'm in the UK, sorry, guys. So you make one dollar, one pound extra this year. Yes, you make more income. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Exactly. So get specific. I want to make uh, $3,000 more this month. I want to increase my website traffic by 20%. Get very, very clear on what you're trying to achieve with your marketing. As I said before, the more specific, the more strategic, the more you're going to achieve those uh, goals and those objectives that you put on for yourself. So that's your first step focus, brainstorm, actually say like literally writing on a paper, put some bullet points and start writing down. Second step is to know exactly who is your target market and ideal customer avatar. Mm -hmm. So as I said, this is one of the most important things ever. If you don't know these things, your marketing is just nothing. No, nothing. Nothing, literally. <laughs> so ideal customer avatar. What is an ideal customer avatar? It's basically the, the visual representation of who your ideal customer is. Mm -hmm. So you know that your target audience are, for example, in Kim's case, they are uh, speakers, uh, entrepreneurs who are looking to build authority by writing a book. So that's your ideal customer, um, that's your target market. And then you want to get clear who exactly is this person. So as I said before, start with, you know, you want to be clear on everything. So that's why I say start with your the demographics. So their age, their disposable income. I feel like this is very important point. Yes. How disposable income. This means income that they can spend on other things. Income they can spend on you. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what it is. This is part, this helps with the targeting because imagine if you're selling a high ticket product or program like me and you Kim, if I don't have enough disposable income, I cannot afford it. So if I'm targeting that person that's making $1,500 per month, asking them to buy a $10,000 product, it's not going to happen. It's going to make you waste time, first of all, give you that, that thing that you're not good at what you're doing or, you know, it's also a mindset thing, you know, if you're, if you're going to people and they're telling you, yes, 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 you're more empowered. But if you're going to people and they're telling you, no, 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 <laughs> you're, you're, getting, you're, you're crashing down and it makes you feel bad. It makes you feel like, what is wrong? What am I doing wrong? So for your mindset and for, you know, for your business, it's good for you to know exactly who you're targeting. The market that you're targeting, but also who's your dear client avatar. So let's go on with, the, as I said, disposable income is very, very important. Mm -hmm. Then maybe you are a business that has, a, you know, stays in a certain location. Maybe you're not, up, you're not worldwide. Get clear on places that you want to target. Like in my, in my case, I target, obviously I'm online, so I go everywhere, but I know a lot of businesses that are just like local. They may be just in London or just in California. So make sure that you know exactly where you're targeting, because in case you decide to promote using Facebook ads, for example, you can make sure that you are targeting the right people. There's no point in you like going broad. Yes. And, you know, imagine targeting people who are in, uh, in the UK when your business in California and you're trying to work with people in California. It's literally, you're not going to achieve the goals that, you, that you're looking to achieve. 
So let's move to the psychographic instead. So psychographics, as I said before, they are interests, desires. What, what are they looking for? What are they interested in? What are their hobbies? This is very, very important. So as we're making the example before, we're looking, uh, we're a business and we're looking to, we were very health centered. So we're looking for people who are interested in the health industry, who are maybe fitness lovers, who are vegan. So they really care about what they're eating because we are health centered. So that's our priority. So get clear on what is the priority of your business. What does your business stand for? So if you know exactly what your business stands for, what are the values? So here is our, where, where are the values come from? Where are the values that your business stands for? Are you all about empowerment? Are you all about mental health? These things need to come in the hobbies, the interests, and the desires. So if your, if your ideal customer is struggling with, um, with losing weight, I like the, the health kind of industry because that's something that I'm always trying to, to kind of get into. But So that's why the examples always lead to health. But if your ideal customer is trying to lose weight, what are the, for example, pay, uh, the Facebook page that she, she will be interested in? She'll be probably interested in maybe workouts that, you know, take 20 minutes per day so that you can be fit. Or um, what the name? How to prepare food easily while working a nine to five, for example. <laughs> like get very specific. Actually, you know, some, sometimes I say go on Facebook pages and see what your ideal client is looking for. Or like just this morning, I was on Clubhouse and I was doing a mini coaching session and I was just like, you know where it is? And I was like, I always ask people, tell me in five bullet points, what's the result that your, that your, that your program, your business is trying to solve? Mm-hmm. In five bullet points. If you don't know how to say, how to, uh, you know, communicate this five bullet point, you are not going anywhere. Because if you're confused, your audience is confused. So how can you actually get to know their, their, um, their psychographics? Because I know that some people may be thinking, but how do I learn all this? Like, how do I know the language, the questions that they're asking? So you go on, for example, Clubhouse. If you guys are using Clubhouse and you're lovers, because me, I'm already a fan and I've been enjoying it. <laughs> so what you can My do Android, is... I can't get on it yet. I can give you an invitation. After this, I will invite well, you. If you're, if you're an Android user, you can't get the app. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. Anyways, but you know, as I said, there's opportunities everywhere. So as I was saying, like, for example, you can go in a Facebook group and ask. So there are different ways you can do it. Opportunities are everywhere, for real. So you can go in a Facebook group and ask, what for let's let's take a, an example that we can apply, for example. Okay, I'm I'm doing a course about trauma, overcoming trauma, yeah? So I can go on a Facebook Live and bring this topic up, how to overcome trauma. Obviously did my research, so I, obviously I'm an expert in the industry as well, so I can share my knowledge and then ask my audience to ask me questions. Mm-hmm. These questions are exactly the things, the, the words that you are gonna use within your marketing. Exact words, the exact words that they ask you. Oh, I would like to know how I can overcome this mental block of, uh, you know, not be able to move on mm-hmm. in your co- in your marketing message while you're creating your content when you're running ads. My course will teach you how to yes overcome that mental block so that you can move on. 
use your audience language. Don't try to give them what you want or what you think is right, but give them what they need and what they're looking for. And my mentor 10 years ago told me something very important. Fatia, learn to listen. Because if you listen, people would tell you what they need and what they want. And that's something that as, as, in, as a business, you always need to be open to. You always need to find out what your audience wants and what they need. So we've only got a few minutes left and I know you still have point three. So I want you to get to point three and then we will close this all up. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, you know, thank you, Kim, for that because I tend to talk a lot and I can just go all day. You're sharing the gold, dear. You are sharing the gold, but we are almost out of time. (laughs) Yeah. So like step number three, marketing strategy. And this is like very important. We're talking about the strategy, the tactics. But, you know, when we, when we get to this point, what I want you to consider is four things. Your product, your price, your promotion, and your place. This is the basic of marketing, the four Ps of marketing. So think about the strategy that you want to have with your product. So going on with the health, <laughs> you know, product or service again, what do you want to do with your marketing strategy? For example, I want to improve my existing product. I want to offer personalized packages. I want to introduce natural ingredients in my product. Mm -hmm. What is your strategy going, you know, what is the strategy with your product? So get clear on that. What about the price? I want to compare my prices with my, my competitors and see if I can come up with a good Um, balance when it comes to pricing, or I want to set the premium prices for my product and see if my audience, you know, it's actually, you know, good for it. Like they, they like it. So the main thing here is to know where to price yourself. If your audience can actually afford your product and this goes back to, you know, knowing their disposable income, knowing exactly who you want to target. Then we go to the promotion. And this is where what everybody think marketing is, just promotion. <laughs> but it's a part of marketing. So when it comes to the promotion, think about we're staying true to our example, health. For example, I want to get in touch with some 10 influencers. That's a strategy, getting in touch with 10 influencers within my niche and get them to try out my product and share it. I want to get in touch with bloggers and get my bloggers to kind of review my product. I want to give, um, you know, for example, I want to run more ads. I want to boost my Instagram posts. I want to offer coupons and flash sales. Promotion. We know, we all know that promotion is everywhere. And then the last place, the last um, step is place. Where is my product going to be seen by my audience? Yes. So for example, since I decided to collaborate with bloggers, I want bloggers to put my product on their sites. So that's a place that my audience can find it. I want to go out there and give my product to brick and mortar shops so that people can find it there as well. I want to create a group where people can come and find my product. So think about the places where you want your audience to find your product. And by thinking about this, you also need to think about where's your audience already hanging out and where are they buying the product from? 
Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so if you've enjoyed today and now your mind is spinning like mine is, how can people get a hold of you to find out more, learn a little bit more? Uh, do you have any free resources that you give away? Yeah, I have a free simple marketing plan template for them to get. So everything I talked about right now, I have a template that you can get your hands on and work on your marketing strategy on. It's going to guide you through the steps I went through. And then you can obviously connect with me on my one of my favorite social media platforms, and that's Instagram, afatia.site, or you can connect with me on Clubhouse. You know, once you just get on one of my platforms, you can kind of get on all the platforms. And I also have a podcast where I share a lot of these tips and I get an amazing guest on like Kim herself. <laughs> so you can check out the She Wins podcast as well. So you didn't tell people where they could get that marketing plan template. That's true. So you can get it at shewinsmastermind.com slash marketing templates. Okay. Awesome. And now we'll make sure that those are in the show notes. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. You have been an awesome, amazing guest. This is Kim Thompson Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.